Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. It's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro, driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Visit your Northern Ohio Honda dealers or online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Now, here's Gene Destro. This week, solar-powered electric cars, a brand new type of wearable electronics, taking cues from Mother Nature to create high-tech products and a fitness tracker for your dog. All this and more coming up. Imagine tiny little transmitters or sensors woven right into your clothing or flashing like little strobe lights on your shirt. Well... It could happen as a result of research into organic electronics going on right now at Kent State University. Physics professor Dr. Bjorn Lusum explains. Usually if we use electronics, it's silicon-based, which means it's brittle, it's stiff, so it breaks easily. Uh, with organic electronics, it can be flexible, so you can put these, this kind of electronics on a flexible foil. So when you're saying that it is a substitute for silicon, what is it? that you're using? It's made of organic chemistry, carbon-based molecules. So we don't want to replace silicon. Silicon is way too good. Uh, we want to have this niche where you need this flexibility, where you maybe want to directly interface with your biology, with your body, because that is something the organic molecules can do very well and silicon can't do. Let's say that you were to incorporate this into something that was wearable. Can you define for me what those things might be and how this technology might be used? What we have in the lab right now is a sensor which can measure the level of lactic acid in your sweat. So if you exercise, if you're running, and if you're running too fast, you're building up the lactic acid. And that tells you, I better should slow down. I can only sustain that for another. It depends how you're trained for another, maybe a minute or not even a minute. And it's not good for you to, to train excessively in this range where you're building up lactic acid. So we, we could build a sensor which is integrated into a Band-Aid or clothing even that measures dyslectic acid levels and then gives you a feedback. You're training too hard. And he says they're also collaborating with the university's School of Fashion. For example, what we built was kind of a coat and we built little buttons which just light up and so gave it was an orange light which, which really looked fancy. And in discussions with them, how can we process our transistors on fabric? More than 100 scientists, entrepreneurs, and educators all got together in Cleveland recently for a conference on something called biomimicry. Christine Hockman, who's the co-director for Great Lakes Biomimicry, explains. We're helping organizations learn from nature to accelerate innovation. So can you give me some examples? A company called Arnold Glass. They knew there was a problem with millions of birds dying each year from collisions into buildings, especially during migratory bird season. So they learned from the orb weaver spider, which makes a web that has strands of silk that reflects UV light. Now birds can see that, humans can't. Birds will see that and actually try to avoid hitting those webs. So Ornilux by Arnold Glass embeds a UV reflective property of the spider webs into glass. Birds can see it and avoid it, avoid colliding into the glass and dying, but humans don't see it. So it actually reduces a ton of bird deaths without impacting humans looking through the glass. Would you buy an electric car if you didn't have to charge it up all the time? 
Germany's Sono Motors has unveiled a prototype electric car that is literally covered with solar panels. 330 solar panels, so many that it can recharge as it drives. The solar panels are incorporated in the bodywork of the Scion, including the roof, the hood, and the sides. It recharges anytime it gets sunlight, whether it's on the road or parked. Testing is underway. Sono hopes to have the Scion on sale by the end of next year with a price tag of around $18,000. Jim Shenaby, CBS News. The Insurance Institute for Highway Safety is warning that drivers may be putting too much confidence in new self-driving vehicle systems. WWJ's Jeff Gilbert explained. There are two big worries, says Institute Research Director David Zuby, the safety of testing on public roads, and whether people are getting overconfident in early automation systems. We may be moving too fast. So far, we haven't really documented any safety benefit of these driver assistance systems. Zuby calling on the government to do more to make sure the systems are deployed safely. If you get eye strain from spending so much time staring at your phone or computer screen, now you can give your tired eyes a break with a brand new browser extension. Jan Ziff has the details. When it comes to websites, brighter isn't always better, especially when you spend a lot of time online. All that glaring white, all that high contrast text, and before long your eyes start to rebel. Don't just go sit in a dark room, tone down the web itself with Dark Reader. This extension for Firefox and Chrome is a virtual light switch for the net. With just a click, every site you visit shifts to a dark theme. Say goodbye to garish contrasts, to glaring brightness, to endless eye strain. You won't know how relaxing this can be until you've tried Dark Reader. Web designers and web marketers might think that brighter sells, but they're your eyes, and you ought to do whatever you can to protect them from the constant onslaught. Get Dark Reader at darkreader.org. There was an unsuccessful assassination attempt recently on the president of Venezuela that involved bomb-carrying drones. So we wondered what the use of that type of technology might mean for our security here in the U.S. Cybersecurity expert Dr. John Nicholas from the University of Akron. It's not in the current curriculum, but given that drones are becoming more prevalent and there's going to be an eventual security issue with it, I mean, even if it's just delivering a package from Amazon and somebody were to hack into it, they could do all kinds of damage somebody's house or they could reroute the package. So cybersecurity is going to find its way into all that stuff soon enough. A piece of computer history is going on the auction block. CBS News' Diane King-Hall has details. A fully functional Apple One will be sold next month. Now, just 60 or so remain from the original 200 design and built by Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak in 1976 and 77. The Apple One originally sold for $666. The auction could fetch $300,000 or more. Are Wi-Fi signals bad for your health? Consumers keep wondering, but the signals keep multiplying. The battle over 5G and your health. As wireless companies prepare to roll out 5G networks, they're up against a local foe. 
residents concerned about radio frequency energy beamed into their neighborhoods. What's different this time is that 5G will arrive not in the form of a few big, obvious cell towers, but as hundreds or even thousands of small transmitters called microcells scattered all over your city or metro. And 5G uses very high frequency radio waves, well above those of even your microwave oven. But then again, so do your Wi-Fi router and cordless phone. Except 5G puts more wattage behind its signal than those do. Some residents in Marin County, California, have launched the most high-profile campaign yet to reduce 5G microcell power and place the devices strategically to minimize potential health risks rather than optimize network performance. As for the science, this is one of the most disagreed-over topics in all of tech. Know what's next at CNET. And there's a brand-new fitness tracker out for your dog. Pam Coulter has more. When Robert Hassock took his dog Darwin jogging, he found that the three-mile runs were making the bull terrier sick with fatigue. The Czech entrepreneur was surprised, thinking Darwin had a healthy lifestyle. After strapping a Fitbit tracker to the dog, he discovered when he wasn't around, Darwin was lying down, napping, and doing nothing. Said Hasek, he's lazy. That led him to develop one of the world's first dog fitness trackers. Pam Coulter, CBS News. And that's it for now. See you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro, driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Tune in next week for more tech news and find out more online at WAKR.net. Visit your Northern Ohio Honda dealers or online at northernohiohondadealers.com.